Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Chicoders Podcast. My name is Rap, and this is episode number 114. Ooh, 114. And I am here with my usual suspects of Don doing stuff. What's doing? And all the way in London, London town <laughs> is Nats Blazing. What, 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 what up? And we have a special episode because we have a special, 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 very special, very special. <laughs> How many specials? Very, very special. That's a lot of special. So special, it's like a bargain. Since we're talking <laughs> numbers, we've got. He's been. He, you know, I, I just realized he he's, he's been on Channel Seven News, oh. and what way to move up in the hierarchy of media. <laughs> By going from there straight to this <laughs> podcast in the Cheat Coders podcast, let's give it up for the data guru, good old Mark Monford. <laughs> what are you doing? Welcome, man. Welcome. What's up? All the way. It's a natural step, right? It's a natural step. First, being on Channel 7. The Cheat Coders. And then onto yeah, the man. Cheat Coders. You know you've made it. This is it. <laughs> This is big time, yeah, my man. friend. They call themselves the anchor men, but but we held we hold it down for real, for real, you know. <laughs> oh, so, there we go. That's just the way it <laughs> is, man. <laughs> so, Mark, um, can you can you tell the audience of the the chicos and chicas of the Chicotas cartel about what do you do in in the data world of numbers and what got you to the prestigious Channel 7 News spot for 10 seconds, apparently. What's doing, fam? This is Don doing stuff. We had a little bit of technical difficulty on this particular episode, so we lost some of Mark's audio, but I'm here to give you context. Mark Monford was born in the Philippines, but grew up in Western Sydney. Like most people, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do in university. He started a science degree, but eventually settled on accounting. He landed a role as an analyst with the Commonwealth Bank, and so began his journey into data analysis. It's since allowed him to travel to places like London, and it's also led him to be on Channel 7 to talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. He's now building a company around his skills of data analysis. Now you're all caught up, let's get back to the podcast. I am recording again. Uh, do you want to start all over again? Do you want to like... Uh, from the top kick off from where mark was yeah, yeah that's talking. okay you were saying that um you you got a chance to travel because of uh data yeah 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 um i guess you know if if we take it from there like i did the whole uni thing bouncing around and not really knowing what i wanted to do even yeah. when i got my first job which was in accounting and i thought that's what i wanted to do and then you realize once you're there um that it's not quite what it's cracked up to be um, nothing wrong with audit or accounting, but it just wasn't for me. And um, I got into a, you know, a couple of jobs as an analyst, and then I found a consulting gig, which was all about helping people that were analysts and helping companies that have a lot of data using software that can, uh, you know, make your life a lot easier rather than having to spend long nights um, working away at a spreadsheet. Um, you know, there's software out there that can help your life make it so much more efficient and stuff. And so from learning the skills and how to do that kind of stuff led me to working in different industries that I never thought I'd be able to get into, such as investment banking. Um, and it also led to being able to travel 
you know I, I was never someone that chased yeah. after going out to travel to London or New York and stuff and then it just from working in this kind of space and being very lucky that this is something that you know yeah. a lot of businesses have a need for yeah it led to travel and it led to you know the recent stuff with um the print media um being in the financial review and also being on channel seven and it's all because of data nice man and you mentioned that you traveled to london yeah yeah you, is that where you met um the one and only nats blazon over there yeah that that is where i met him um so it's, be- it's because of travel to london i don't think uh we would have met if it wasn't for that you know i didn't know him yeah. in sydney but he was the uh he was the incoming Filipino. I was the outgoing Filipino. So it's a one for one trade. <laughs> nice. So he, you were going out of the out of the Europe, and then he was coming into Europe. Yeah, Pretty that's much. right. That's right. That's um, we met at a met at a party, and um, we we you know shook hands, and that was it. It was like this was the passing of the torch, so to speak. Beautiful. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> so be, before we get into talking about Mark and his lavish lifestyle of being a data guy and a data guru living in neutral bay uh, i can't relate because i'm out druid but let's get into props to the culture so this is the part of the show where each of us will give props to something out there whether it be an artist musician or a project a movement a, an event or an app or something to do with data or anything that's pushing the culture forward um so we usually start off with nats on this one so why not start off with the the queen of london himself nats blazing yo what up who do you give props to yo i just want to give props to uh homies back home um pushing their music for the culture uh, in particular, Eski and LOC, they they did a video. Yeah. DeAndre as well met him briefly. My apologies, I can't remember the the, the fourth guy. <laughs> That's really bad. But um, big Bigs. Uh, Igs, Igs. Bigs. dope visuals, Bigs, Bigs, Bigs dope visuals. Bigs, Bigs. New Shouts track to um, Benji B for yeah. the visuals. Really cool stuff, man. Um, these guys, even during this whole pandemic, still pushing new music um, for people's entertainment because people are locked in at home and need a form of entertainment. So check them out on Spotify. I would have cheat coded stashed that. Actually, I should have just saved that for the cheat coded stash because I usually don't have. Oh, you can still do. You okay. can still use it. You know. <laughs> okay, all right. Just use it, bro. Okay, I'll use it. But anyways, props <laughs> to it. these guys. Keep pushing. That was really dope. Nice. How about you, Don? Who do you want to give props to or what do you want to give props to? I want to give props, I guess, more so shout outs to everyone out there who um, are self-isolating, who are quarantining themselves, who don't get a chance to be with their families. Um, and I know it's it's really difficult for, for people right now um, isolating. I have a friend who can't even see her her parents because her parents are a high um, risk Mm. They're high risk, and if if they get COVID nineteen, if they get COVID nineteen, then like that's it's all over for them. Um, so shout out to all the people that are at, like struggling at this in this point in time, because man, this is it's it's really difficult for everyone. But shout out to those people who aren't with their families, because I know how difficult that can mm. be. How about you, Mark? Who you want to give props to? Uh, just on that note, you know, shout out to um, the people in the medical yeah, profession. Uh, my brother, yeah. my brother's a nurse. And so he's right on the front line. He hasn't had to deal with any COVID patients just yet. Um, I had a bit of a run in and was in hospital a couple of days ago. 
um, you know, and had uh, I had my own kind of coronavirus uh, kind of run in, you know, and I can tell you guys about that later, but shout out to people that are on the front line in the healthcare community because um, without yeah. them, we would not be able to battle this. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. I would like to give shout outs to everyone that's gaining a new skill through this coronavirus thing. People are cooking, such as myself, and um, people are doing TikTok, <laughs> such as Don. Nice. And you know everyone is just um, you know finding a new skill. You know people are people are doing push-ups and getting fit, even though there's no gyms out there. And it's it's crazy to see people actually turning this into a positive and actually gaining a skill. So everyone out there that's actually using this opportunity to gain a new skill that they wanted to had 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 hadn't had the chance to do. Um, shout outs to you guys and g- I give you props and uh, and also I would like to double back on the props to LOC, Biggs, um, Eski and DeAndre for that video and shout outs to Benji B for the visuals and yeah. if you want to hear the song um, Nats is going to play it on the cheat code stash later on unless he changes his mind. Nah, that's it. <laughs> I, got, I, got my, I got my pick. I got it. I got it. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> awesome. No worries. Nice, right, at nice. a point here. So what's uh, what's Nats' new skill? What what's yeah. <laughs> yeah Nats what's what's your new skill? My new skill push ups. My new skill <laughs> is uh playing The Sims for twelve hours. Leveling hey, up my Diablo nice. three character <laughs> to level seventy. I maxed him out. Killing it, killing shit right now. Yeah, man, love it. I think that there was there was um a thing going around as well. Like I think to all the people there that are out there that aren't learning a new skill or just kind of um, feeling really anxious and uncertain about what's going on right now. It's, it's okay to feel like that. Like don't, don't feel like if, if right now you just need to survive and just cope, then, then you do you, you know what I mean? Like this is a really uncertain time for all of us. Everyone's having to deal with anxiety and uncertainty. Um, Do whatever it is you need to do to cope. Um, So don't feel bad if you're not learning a new skill. If you're just um, watching Netflix and that's what you do to cope then yeah. then do your thing that's, that's, a, that's a new um, skill I know like me, analyzing a tv series you could become a data analyst you know you never know so. that's it <laughs> yeah. like training your eye for particular new things you could be watching like you know I don't, you can do anything so like i was going to shout those guys out next week because like i was yeah. separating my shout outs because last week was the creators um actually last week was the supporters and the family of the creators before that was the creatives now it's the um people learning new skills next week was going to be those guys but you know all right cool i'll, fi- I'll figure something new for the for the props <laughs> challenge all right so nice. um speaking nice. of um analyzing and data <laughs> that's a bad segue <laughs> but <laughs> we have marky i think for the context for all of our listeners out there usually we have like you know um creatives on the show and we, we love to promote local creatives um me being a me being a data analyst a business analyst myself hey. there is there is creativity to um presenting data itself and and doing all this stuff and I think because we really wanted to talk about COVID-19 and what better way to do that with having an expert, like having someone that knows more about yeah, exactly. it than we do. Yeah, man. <laughs> Love it. So I, I was um, going to mention Don's a, da- so like yeah. a, a data head himself and I wanted to get you guys to like <laughs> battle it out and do some data off data type spiring. of thing. <laughs> I mean, you make it sound like it's like, I'm a battle. Like I'm a battle data, data freestyle. Like, data your way. Can you analyze this? 
<laughs> She'd be like, did you, you, did you know? <laughs> did you know? Kamehameha. About 59% of all cows. Like, just something like really. You know, if you guys do that, me and Dom, That'd be me mad. And That's what we should like, organize that. These numbers are going over my head, man. Should... This guy's level 9,000. It's over 9,000. <laughs> 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 Even that's a start. Nah, man, I, ca- I catch these numbers. Like, I catch them. Yeah. My skills are good. I- I'm catching these numbers, Sending man. Them back. No- them nothing back. goes over my head. <laughs> random, random question. Like, oh, like man. for for um, numbers, do do you use that to as a way to pick up? The opposite sex as well, because you, you know, analyze <laughs> analyze the situation. That'd be dope. Yeah. I was wondering if I was wondering if you were gonna. Like, if you're going to leave it there, do you use numbers to pick up <laughs> the opposite sex, you know? And it's like, yeah, was yeah. that a pun or was that an actual serious no, no, I question? I wanted to know because, like, you guys are, like, I think you're geared yeah. to, like, analyze any situation as possible. That's a good way to look at it. Whether be numbers or, or, like, um, statistics yeah. and, like, you could, like, analyze, like, a club <laughs> a room. and then notice that, um, <laughs> that, that a room and then, I know if I, what's the and then figure yeah. it out. I, I, know if it's, I know if it's a certain type of girl... If, if a certain type of behavior is dangerous for, for my well-being, you know, you, you pick up, it's not so much numbers analysis, it's pattern recognition. <laughs> you so you're looking for <laughs> yeah, patterns, nice. right? So, you know, if, if you keep on picking up a girl, you know, girls at a certain club, and it just doesn't work out. Maybe that's a pattern. Don't go back to that club. <laughs> oh, I love it because, like, I I reckon you guys yeah. have like you Absolutely. and Don have an pretty much an Excel spreadsheet in your head. Like it's automatic. Like anything that you, any data or information that you obtain in in the world, you just pretty much. It's natural for you just to analyze things and find the say the the repetitious. Um, dialogue or whatever of the data and anything but like i don't know what i'm saying i'm just gibberish but it's coming out i see a pattern i had one of those moments where i'm just like what the fuck are you saying rap i don't know but um like shut up shut up to himself yeah i know <laughs> all right so back to um the data thing so let's let's get it out of the way let's get this coronavirus thing so like out of the way so what, sure. what was your pu- purpose of getting onto channel 7 news what did you talk yeah. about and then um what what information did yeah. you um give out you know none of that was um purposeful to be honest with you like the the culmination you know getting on the news and then eventually uh progressing from the news you know channel 7 to cheat hey. coders um, not, none of that, none of that was, uh, you know, planned. It was more something that, look, I'm in a new job. Um, I started at a company called Prosperity Advisors. They're an accounting and advisory firm. They've never done data analytics as one of their services. And so they hired me because of my um, vast experience in this space to help start it up. So I'm building out a team. I'm laying the groundwork. I'm setting out the foundation and all that. And when you're doing that kind of stuff, I guess one of the key things you want to do before you start aiming for big jobs is you want to build up a bit of media and uh, a bit of, um, you know, public relations and build up a presence to show that, you know, these are the things that we can do because no one's just going to hire you straight away without really knowing your your stuff. And so one of those things was to create, um, create you know, some new types of applications and showcase and do some examples and 
when the coronavirus stuff was starting to pick up and, you know, become more of a serious threat uh, for Australia and for the world. And there was some information being put out there by some universities. I just thought that, you know, what better way to showcase what it is that I can do with this data to make it more um, insightful, to make it more uh, easily accessible for the everyday kind of person than to create an app with that, put it up online, make it free so that no one, you know, has to log in to access it and then just advertise that. And everything that came out of that um, started from there, just wanting to share with people what it is that I can do um, and share with people some important data. Because when it's sitting in like a PDF, you know, just a table and you can't interact with it or it's sitting in an Excel file, you know, people aren't going to be able to explore that that much. And if they want to explore it, they have to take the time to put something together. I, I just thought that I could do something for myself first, yeah. make it easier for them. Exactly. And so, you know, it just started from there. And then there was a bit of media interest in, in doing that. So that's how it started. Nice. So what 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 data in, in, in terms of um, coronavirus did you yeah, what is that put together mean? or did you find? Yeah, so... Um, one of the most common, and if you see a couple of these apps that are used online, one of the most common um, data sets that was pulling all this information together from the start was from a university overseas called Johns Hopkins. They're a medical university in the USA. And Johns Hopkins University, uh, one of the teaching departments there, um, they I can't remember their name, but uh, I guess you can put it out in the show notes. But if you look up Johns Hopkins University and coronavirus, um, you'll eventually get to their GitHub. GitHub's a place for those that don't know where people can put up code, they can put up data, they can share these things with a wider community to help solve problems. And these guys put it up there for everyone to use. And it started from, you know, accessing that. And what they had there was details on confirmed cases for each country. They had details on uh, people that were recovering and they had details on, unfortunately, a bit morbid, but, you know, the number of deaths in each country and it was all in a nice kind of neat format which meant but still a table right so you don't see patterns like humans we're really good at pattern recognition if you give someone a chart or a graph they can tell quite quickly what's going on you know we're faster than machines are doing that but we're not so good at looking at tables and um you know it started from looking at that kind of data and then adding other data sets uh related uh to that like population details and um details on regions for example like all they had in this johns hopkins thing was just countries they didn't have anything to do with regions so i couldn't segment by oceania or asia pack or europe or north america so i had to add my own data to that so um yeah it started from doing that and then pulling together um, this information into an app and you know knowing how to create some graphs and make it easy for people to use and that, that was it hey it's done. nice Don, are you muted? Are you awake? Don. Don, I can see him speaking, but we can't hear him. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I know when he's quiet because Don always has like something to say, but now this time it's just like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay, like, how's that, guys? Don, this Don. is your opportunity to go like all dot or... Yeah, yeah. I actually have a question. Can you guys hear Don? Don? We can hear you now. Okay, we can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. I do you. have a I do cool. have a question actually. Yeah, this is yeah. the one thing that I'm really um curious about, and this is the best opportunity because you Go. do know your stuff. Like I, there's so much media and stuff. It's so easy to to just like you know get, yeah. get um sp just fed all this information, and 
you don't have anything else to to put 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 aside like to compare you just think oh it's all bad because this is what it's been stated in the media yeah and tables or no table is just headlines pictures for the everyday person it's just it's looking really yeah. grim now before i left um sydney and came to london there was a few i was getting different um different um perspectives different takes opinions, from yeah. opinions opinions um from people in the medical field you know, like being filipino guaranteed majority of our <laughs> relatives are nurses or in the medical field so everyone Nurse. has their opinion spoke to my cousins spoke to family yeah. doctors and the biggest thing that i'm seeing is yeah. one people are like either saying people aren't taking this serious enough it's it's the data is showing um these are the cases yada yada but then you have other people yeah. same same field same medical field going no, this will blow over. This is com in comparison to like the SARS thing, that the media blew yeah. it up. It was really not a big of a deal. And now we're going to your point, just with what you said there about mm. when you get the data of cases and then yeah. you look at population, that triggered my memory. Um, they're saying, so they're putting all the, the, the statistics of deaths, right? So for example, 5,000 have died in this country, 10,000 here, but then without context of how big that country is. So, for example, maybe if 20, 30,000 yeah. in China, but then China's got like a billion people. Um, it's, it's it's really mm. a very small percentage. It's, it's, it's pretty much like that's how much, how many people would have died with a common flu anyway or, or getting hit by a car. So I think like sometimes, I think what these other people are saying is people are just getting these certain statistics for for headlines or or whatnot so my biggest thing is like i don't yeah. know i'm in this state of like i don't know what's going to happen because before i left sydney i didn't yeah. realize i was going to come into an empty london um it was literally in the talks like this will blow over two weeks we'll be all <laughs> all back to work all you know all happy still going yada yada yeah is this whole pandemic I don't know with your with your with your data that you've seen. Do you do you, do you believe it's been a bit beefed up? Do you think it's a bit exaggerated, or is this like real deal? Like, could we be seeing ourselves like this for a nah. couple more months? Which yeah. is what I'm worried about. You know, one one of the first, yeah, one, one one of the first things that people need to realize is that this is not something new, right? We have had in our history, a lot of these kinds of events, right? This is not just something made up by the media. Like a hundred years ago, 1918, there was something called the Spanish flu. Um, and that's something that hit the world. It went all over the world from people coming home from World War One that got it, soldiers that got it overseas and bringing it back to their local communities. Um, I'm pretty sure the Philippines got hit back then. Australia definitely did. Um, the US did. And it, it came in waves. And it was, uh, you know, there's a very good case in the US where Philadelphia and St. Louis were two cities that both got it. Philadelphia did nothing about it. They didn't yeah. go into lockdown and it just spread, right? And St. Louis, which is another city over there, did go into lockdown and they were able to see that disease die out. Now, if you think about it back then, not we, we didn't move around as much as we did back then. Like all of us, we'd probably be, if we were in the States, I don't know, we'd be in the city or we'd be working on a farm or we'd be somewhere, you know, not as mobile as we are today because we don't have the, the types of transport that um, yeah. are around now. And so, you know, that's one of the things that people think that, that there's a lot of myths out there and I see a lot of this shit on my Facebook, right? 
where unfortunately people think that, oh, let's just throw up a number. Let's just go, okay, so 500,000 or 600,000 people die from the flu each year and look how many deaths we got from COVID. But that's comparing yeah. apples with oranges because at least with the flu, every year we collect data about the flu where, you know, where it's possible. And so they have a good estimate as to how many people get the flu. We haven't even finished with this COVID stuff yet. We don't even know how big it's going to be. So trying to compare yeah. things like that um, is just a it's wrong and I'm not you know and a lot of people say this and then they discount um, people that say this like uh, there's these data people that go I'm not an epidemiologist or I'm not a virologist right people that study viruses and stuff but I'm not one of those but I have read the works of people that are in that space and this is what they're saying so this is not like necessarily my message that I've made up mm -hmm. that I've come up with this is the stuff that's being passed on from others that you know, it's true that this virus is 10 times worse than the flu because of how infectious it is. When they think about, when you think about diseases, um, you know, Bill Gates did a talk uh, recently because five years ago, he said I that something that. like this might happen. That, and he said five I years ago that, that yeah. you know, we need to be ready just in case something like this happens because the most dangerous thing is like something like Ebola. Let's, let's compare the two, right? Something like Ebola, which... Um, hits the person it takes you down yeah. straight away and when you're down straight away you're not going to be infectious because you're not moving around yeah. you're not mobile but SARS and um like so the H1N1 and also this N uh NCOV or you know COVID-19 or coronavirus there's all these names given for it but you know the official name is COVID-19 this is something much more dangerous because you could be fine for spreading two weeks it. you're going around and yeah. spreading it to all these people and, mm. you know, even though the, the fatality rate, like, um, what is it, Ebola will hurt more people, you know, like it's 30 to 40 or whatever it is. I don't know the exact number, but it's a higher rate of fatalities out of, say, 100 people. You know, it's going to um, yeah. kill more people. But with COVID-19, it's not going to kill as much. But the problem is because a lot of us that may have had it or, you know, know people that have had it, they've just been going around not knowing that they're contagious. So it's a bit dangerous and stuff there yeah. and so you know there's a lot of these things going out around online about oh this mm -hmm. is nothing and you know you shouldn't worry about it or the government's just making this up another one that i saw you know and this is not data related this is just common sense related i've seen posts where people are posting up photos look showing look at this um hospital uh this italian hospital from this italian newspaper and look there's an american newspaper that shows the same hospital and they play like you know spot the difference but it's yeah. spot the comparisons and it's just because, you know, the media will reuse a picture from something else yep. to convey a message. But it doesn't mean the media is trying to lie to us. There are people getting sick. I've got a cousin that's in New York as a doctor, right? Like, so, you know, there's, there's people out there that actually are yeah. dealing with this kind of stuff. This is not another Sandy Hook, you know, those kids didn't die kind of um, fake yeah. news crisis. Yeah. This, is, this shit is real, yeah, right? So... Um, I think, you know, that one of the things, like going back to your thing, that is that there's a lot of, um, yep. there's a lot of noise out there, but it's really easy yeah. to Google stuff. Yeah. Um, and it takes a couple of minutes just to look stuff. into things. And there are a few, you know, trusted sources out there that you can go to, like the health departments, yeah. Department of Health here. You've got the CDC in the US. There's a lot of these places, but unfortunately, just because it's so easy to share stuff yeah. on the internet, you're going to have yeah, a lot of the, noise out there. 
And I think that, you know, this thing is serious um, and it's something that we still got to hand and we've got to listen to our government yep. officials and stuff like that that are trying to help us out with this. They're Absolutely. not against Absolutely. us necessarily. Um, but people still will believe yeah. their own narrative, right? So Daily Mail is probably not a good source. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, people that's, will send stuff. Yeah. People will like, I mean, do that, like, like that's the whole my, chain that's my... thing. You know, they'll send something across. Like a, this, I remember yeah. there was like a, a recording of was supposedly a Stanford University official talking about how to self-diagnose COVID nineteen and like if you if you go oh in, the, in if you go in the sun it'll help kill the virus or something like that and when people like a friend of mine shared it with me and the first thing I said was where did you get this from where did you where did you get this from yeah. and like have you checked have you checked like other sources just to make sure because you're sending me a, a voice clip right oh, now it's a voice like clip. Yeah, it's, yeah it was like a voice clip and it was it seemed like oh. you know how in um you know how in google translate you type something and you can make it say something the voice yeah. it sounded it sounded like oh, that and they no. were just, it was like a robot it's, reading it's, sometimes it's just tro- uh, it's just trolls just um making making yeah. trolls um, opportunity to spam and send and then, stuff yeah and the, yeah the first thing that i did was i was like okay let me look at the World Health Organization website. Let me look at the CDC website. Let's type in. I typed in all the things like, okay, um, self-diagnose COVID-19. Nothing came up on that website. And then I typed in <laughs> Stanford University hoax. Like, you know, and then Bang. it came up and the first thing was there. A million I'm like, guys, there you go. Don't, like, don't send this to me. You know, do you guys... Did you guys see that happen in Australia as well? There was like a text message going around that was supposed to be from a secret government uh, kind <laughs> wow. of recording or a leak or something. Whereas like, this is what's going to happen in Australia. Like here's these, there, there's going to be these kinds of laws and stuff. And when someone sent that to me, like the first thing I noticed when I looked at it was like law number three or four was something to do with Islamic gatherings. And it's like, hang on a second. So when I copied and pasted that stuff into Google or at least portions of it, what you find is that it's come from Malaysia. You know, Malaysian government had something like that. And someone someone has just copied and pasted it without even changing it to an Aussie context. So it's like even the hoaxes aren't even trying hard, you know. At least they could have tried a little bit harder to make it a little bit more believable. But, I think, yeah. Like, so... No, go ahead, Natsuko. No, I was going to say, like, that that's fair with all the trolls or all the, um, you know, the, that's like, what you're saying about the noise. It gets very hard. And some people that are a bit more gullible, you know what I mean? Sometimes it gets difficult because some things are downright obvious, but some might not be as. And then the everyday person, it's it's very easy to get, you know, soaked into it. What if you have people mm. like, um, did you hear about, um, yeah. I think Trump, um, he's an idiot, but like, he straight up just um, – he, he said, like, oh, we have a cure. I don't know how credible this is because, once again, I just saw this news articles. But he mentioned something like, oh, yeah, this this no, medicine, this particular medicine can help you. But he said the wrong brand and a couple in yeah. the United States took the medicine yeah. and they died. Oh, Isn't no. that negligence on another level? Because yeah. this guy is like the fucking president, yeah. bro. What an idiot. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. They, and Raph? they just they just believed it. Nah, yeah. Man. I didn't nah, hear that. First that's, that's it's funny, stupid. but Trump's an idiot. And he's like, oh my bad. <laughs> wrong, wrong wrong one. But people died now because of you type thing. He's <laughs> opening a can of worms there. It's unfortunate as well because that drug that he he was speaking yeah. about, right? Um people have been 
sharing that in, you know, those yeah, chain mail posts that maybe you guys might like maybe an uncle yeah. of yours gets and shares it with a family group chat and then passes mm. it on to someone else. But it's, it's the same yeah. kind of thing, mm. right? And um, it's very dangerous. Like this is, this is the thing. You've got a president that's in there that is willing to just say yeah. stuff like that with no consequence. And, you know, luckily it was only yeah. two people on that, level, um, that got affected by it. I think the, the husband died critical. The yeah. wife was in intensive care. How I don't bad know, is that but, when someone on yeah, that critical. level with that kind of influence and reach falls for yeah. the same stupid shit. Just be like, Oh, oh. Yeah. probably got an email one day from it, from his oval office. Like, Oh shit, there's a cure. Yo, let me send all to the United Nations real yeah. quick. Guy. Yeah, like in the in the in the creative it's, lifestyle, it's we always talk about that word of mouth is the best way to market yourself, and how how really how strong <laughs> word of mouth is. Really Trump's like, ooh, I'm gonna get some then, followers from this. <laughs> but at the end of the day, oh, you could like on the flip side, like if you say something wrong, and that becomes yeah. word of mouth, and then it just travels. It, go, it goes quicker, and and people like, you know, the, the word the one thing with word of mouth is people trust what the other person is saying and then it just keeps building and building and then and then yeah. that that just you know it, it can become a negative thing word of mouth credibility and we I, talk about how incredibility yeah yeah and i think it's it's so Absolutely. important um that you mark are doing the 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 stuff that you're doing and and other people like the john hopkins hopkins um like putting information yeah. out there and making that available available for people is what is really really important right now having uh, having it in a place where people can access it um and see like the the, the extent of what's happening I, at, the, at the moment i was i've yeah. got a um covid19 uh in australia report that someone built on github um and like that's what i've been looking at instead of looking at the news well um i didn't build it myself i'm 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 I, I can't take credit for that, but like, um, I like I've been looking at that instead of the news because the news sometimes it can get sensationalized, yeah. and it's so much easier for me to just look at this thing and go, okay, it looks like from the data, at April fourth there are less cases now, less less new cases now, you know, and that you know, yeah, I think it's so much more important to not only have the information out there, but seek the information, you know? Like, guys, mm. do research. Just do a quick Google search. and like, is this a hoax? Or, like, is this a, um, like, is, is this thing that my uncle sent me uh, a hoax? Or is it is it real? <laughs> like, find other sources. And I know, like, if people can, like, Google when celebrities die and then find out if they really are dead... <laughs> I think you can really, you can really <laughs> use that use that technique on this really situation hard, now. Dude. So, so just exactly. Tom, Tom Hanks yeah. is still yeah, alive, right? So, yeah. Bro, if you yeah, don't make okay. it, I'll be worried. See, there you go, Tom Google. Hanks, bro. No, but that's 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 true, man. Like you know, you, you're talking about looking at the um, you, you've seen that app, so you found an app that's yeah. got the numbers and stuff that's pulling that information in. Um, you know, I've found a few that uh, you know were only updating once a day and so for example when i was trying to help out the people in the media you know that were asking me questions because i couldn't pull the information from a source that was more mm. up to date than that it was kind of not helping me yeah. try to help them and so i i even had to look for other sources that were 
getting the information more quickly. And I worked on something with a friend of mine. Um, shout out yeah. to Arturo, this, this mate of mine. Um, and, you know, people can see some of the stuff that I do with his company in my blog. Um, and basically, he helped pull something together that updates every hour. So once an hour, you know, he pulls something in. Nice. And so um, I can pull in information if I get questions on what's going on, because he's pulling that information from different sources around the world, right? Yeah. So because of that, um, you know, it just it just kind of helps having access to quicker information, faster information. And, you know, that it, it's all part of um, trying, trying to share this stuff. You, you guys mentioned before the uh, something about like the storytelling yeah. and stuff, right? Like the reason why you want to do this kind of stuff is because, A, I want to learn, right? I want to learn about something that's affecting the world and society. And I get to engage in some really interesting conversations uh, with people. Like, so my blog at the moment, it's a work blog. I needed to do it because I'm the head of analytics at this company and I'm, you know, trying to promote what we do. There was going to be a section on analytics and insights and stuff, then a section on here's some examples of how to do things. And because I was putting stuff up on LinkedIn or sharing with a little bit with Facebook and stuff, although it's a bit dangerous there, um, but yeah. posting on LinkedIn for sure, like what it was that I was seeing and stuff. And here's these apps and, you know, you guys go access it. I'm not the expert, go access it and, and come up with your own kind of, you know, analysis and insights from this. I'm just pushing the the needle forward a little bit. And from having um, an ability to do that kind of stuff, right. And putting that up there, people wanted to get more of this COVID um, ideas. I get questions like, Oh, where can I go to find your analysis mm. and stuff on this? Or I saw it before yeah. I can't find it now. So I decided to put a section on my blog to, to contain that information. And there's going to be interviews with some people that I think are experts in this space that really understand the yeah. problem a bit better. And, you know, centralizing all of that, it means that when people comment that they're commenting, there's, there's all these different people from my network on LinkedIn, for example, and I've seen them comment and kind of debate and, you know, talk to each other about what it is that, That's you know, the data yeah. is showing them. And so I kind of want to be a hub for that to try to bring and centralize people and get people talking mm. about this stuff because, so um, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Have you heard of wisdom of the crowds? Have you heard uh, of that? Yeah, kind maybe, of, yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So the, the idea is that instead of a small group of experts, you know, you get like a larger group of not so experts, but the larger group could potentially outperform the, the smaller group of experts. And I'm not saying here that we're going to come up with a cure. But just by having a bigger group, a, a bigger crowd of people talking about a topic, you get much more interesting kind yeah. of conversation and you might learn something from that that you, you didn't know before if you just listen to what's on the news or if you just listen to, you know, the small set of places that you go to to get your analysis or to get your data. You know, it's just widening, widening that uh, scope, making yeah. it a bit more broader. And so, yeah, that's that's leading to some interesting conversation, but it's that's it's it. ongoing. You know, this thing hasn't finished yet, but uh, yeah, you it's know, it's really cool how to, that you mentioned that because um, when you mentioned that how people had different opinions on the data presented, it kind of reminded me because this is a creative pod podcast. Yeah, that um, that when people mm. listen to a song, they have different perspectives than another person. They could debate on the meaning of the song yeah. or even painting. Like when people look at art in art a museum, itself, yeah. different perspectives and they could debate over what this means. Why did he do this stroke? Why did he pick exactly. these pr um, primary colors or whatever or whatnot? It's kind of like that, that connection of people and perspectives 
have really connected no matter what whether you're into data whether whether you're into creative things no matter what you're going to find a different everyone's going to have a different perspective on what you're presenting so that's that's a cool connection because like we we are all pretty much the same that's why um we we don't we don't want (laughs) to We don't want to like put people down who are not creative on this podcast, but we are all in the same thing, on all the, all in the same boat. I just wanted to point that out. I was I was gonna I wanna. Oh, definitely. I think we're all like, creative um, in our I, own way. I don't think there's a divide Sorry, between Nat. creative and and whatnot. But like, just to add to your point, Raf, as well, that was a really good point that you brought up. Um, just with anything, if oh, you no. look it up, you'll have the source, you guys, but the engagement. Yo. Yeah, yeah we can, can hear you. Yeah, it paused yeah, for so a second. Then, then maybe it's just me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nats. Oh, like I said, like for any source of information, like Raf said, it could be a song, it could be um, an article, it could be a how-to video or YouTube, something on YouTube or some, any, any piece of content that you post up. It's out publicly mm. and it's up for debate. Depending whether it's, there's enough attention or not, if people are interested in that topic, they will engage, they will like, they will dislike, they will comment about it. And just like a song, um, you, could, you could put up a song, like pretend I'm an artist, I put my song out, it gets... 500,000 views so I'm thinking I'm killing it but the way you to really know about something or get a broader picture like for me for anything if there's an item I want to buy on Amazon if there's a song or an album that came out from my favorite artist and I don't know how I feel about it but I sort of want to see I always go straight to the comments so like half the time I'm just like looking at what are other people saying now, going back to, like, it's, it's pretty much the same, same. The, the parallels are the same. Your world is more so your chosen platform for how your, I guess, your, your creativity in terms of data is LinkedIn. When you posted, I remember because yeah. I, I started following you with that same thing. Because once engagement hits on any platform, and this is why I love LinkedIn. It's one of those sort of untapped places. People are a bit more reluctant to post on because it's a professional setting. But the people that are killing yeah. it are the ones yeah. that are really creative. So there's this, this girl I follow. She's, she's from the UK Massive. as well. She's a watchmaker. Her engagement is insane for LinkedIn. Like you'll have people that are CEOs, head ofs or whatnot. But the ones that really have taken stride in utilizing that platform, they, they yeah. don't just put mm. data or like, forward an article they make the they make their own Massively. proper content with a, they humanize it to that extent and yeah. i feel like that's something that you've done like you you were very honest with that's your massive. post because i remember the one that you posted is like oh i've been getting a lot of you know the financial review thing then the channel seven thing came about i compare that to like dropping a gem on a song like pretend i've got a song and it's getting that engagement and you kind of ride <laughs> that wave yeah. you ride that wave yeah. like we've all had that before don had that with a youtube video he did yeah. That led to gigs. This led nice. this this for you led you obviously wow. to Channel Seven getting and getting abroad. It's helped your career, working career as well in that sense. Yeah, I just yeah. want to ask you're you. The cheat coders, man. And now you're on the cheat coders. Hey. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it. I really want to. <laughs> what that's I'm it. really um what I'm curious <laughs> about or what I really want to know because this this stuff excites me. Yeah. The moment that you post, the moment you posted, I can only imagine like. Mm posting and then checking your phone maybe like a couple of hours later and just having that mad like a hundred <laughs> notifications or like all this stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you I what do you know. mean a couple of hours linkedin viral and i was like oh damn some of my boys going in how was it how did the whole yeah. channel seven thing come about like just the lead up from when your socials started blowing up and how were you feeling when that happened were you like what yeah. the hell 
this doesn't happen to Good me. Question. What, what, what? Good question. Yeah, no, that's, that's great, man. Like I still kind of feel like it's a bit surreal, right? This whole thing, COVID is surreal. This, this kind of stuff is like yeah. something out of a book. Yeah. Right. And like me being on TV is surreal. Like I, someone like me, I shouldn't be on TV. Um, but you know, it just, it just kind of happened. Like it was really kind of quick. So, you know, um, at work every week, we always talk about what are the things we're trying to do and everyone else gets to talk about the, the wins that they've had from business that they've been making and, and creating stuff. And because I'm still setting this up, um, you know, they understand it's a little bit slower uh, but I said that one of the things I could do is try to reach out to the media and try to reach out to what, um, how, how we can potentially do some stuff, say pro bono for some of the media so that uh, we can get our names in the paper. So it looks like, you know, we're, we actually know what we're doing. We do know what we're doing, but no one else is going to hear about that. Yeah. And no one's just going to go to our website if they're looking for data analytics, because they, we're not, we're not known for that. So you have to make yourself kind of known. And all I was aiming for was just here. I was just aiming for a mention in, you know, the Australian Financial Review or whatever paper it was, just a mention saying that I and my company helped out with this chart. We get some attribution. Um, and I did that on one day, right? And then the next day, the the journalist who's now built his own dashboard and mm. it looks amazing if you're a subscriber to the Fin Review. Um, but it was good to help him out at the start. And so the next day um, after that first one, that was a great mention. The next day he said, actually, you know, let's get a quote from you. Why don't you talk about exponential growth? And that's something I know about. It's or a, Even if you don't know about it, you can look it up on Google. You can figure out what that is, right? But exponential growth was like this dangerous thing where, you know, numbers look small at the start and you see like it grow from 100 to 110 to 132 to 100 and whatever, you know, just keep on going progressively like that people don't realize that the growth rate there is something that could be quite dangerous. So I spoke and I gave a layman's um, kind of quote on that so that, you know, everyday people reading this could understand it. And um, when he put that out, it was put out online overnight. The next day it was in the paper. Um, the online version had my photo nice. in it, which is great, right? So, you know, I got to get into the Fin Review, which is fun. Um, and then, you know, I'm in a meeting and I get a call from um, our uh, PA that uh, at, I don't know, what, what was this, like 11.30 in the morning, I'm in the middle of a meeting and I just see this call come through and I've ignored it because I'm in the middle of a meeting. But then an email comes up and the email headline just says that uh, Chris Rees in Channel 7 um, just called wants to talk to you. I'm just like, oh, okay. Maybe we should, uh, you know, time out this meeting or something. And so I call the mobile back just to, I call the mobile back and, and it's him, you can hear him and stuff, right? And it was great. But um, he goes, you know, we're, we're interested in what you said there. Can we get you on TV? Awesome. I'm like, yeah, sure. And it was lucky it was a Friday. It was lucky it was a Friday because I was, I was wearing day. my like uh, my yeah, work yeah. polo, <laughs> you know. So instead of like being business, you know, uh, in a, yeah, I'd, I'd rather, you know, yeah. be, be in a. That happened. Yeah, happened yeah. Really so it was smart casual, so had the, the day, polo literally. on. Within half an hour, they within half you. an hour, they oh, were really? at our door. They, they came to us because you know what channel seven at the time had uh, they they the offices were shut um because and, and all the reporters were just out roving because um for, for what you know i think someone related to whatever it was like there was potential that it could be out there so everyone's just out of the yeah. office and uh yeah they came to us and so within half an hour i've run to grab a razor because <laughs> hey. i had it shaved 
and you know, you, I'll put up a post. I remember, so that. I remember that, bro. Okay, first, <laughs> Those first ten the, seconds count, yeah. man. I okay, first that. the AFR. Now you know, now Channel Seven. So check it out tonight. And I was just like racing in my head, like how how do I share this with people and stuff. So I put it out on LinkedIn. I put yeah. it out on Facebook, and then you know, we had he came over. We had this. Uh, they they set up the camera and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then next thing you know, it's like half with it in half an hour, it was all completed, uh, 15 minutes of us talking and then 10 seconds of what they used. Hey, man. So, you know, they got the best 10 seconds though. So that's all right. right? Have you seen like, um, have you seen all like the disaster movies and like independence day and all that stuff? And they always, before, before the disaster yeah, yeah, hits yeah. or it's about to happen, they hit the news with an expert. Yeah. That's you, bro. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that they yeah. went to you instead of Ja Rule. Like, um, fire <laughs> <laughs> festival, Ja Rule. Yeah, right, right. Dude, I just, I just, I just wish that it was something more, um, more like I wish it was something that was a bit mm, more positive, mm. you know. And you guys were talking about it before, like Don, you were saying it that you've seen the numbers coming down a little bit, and when the numbers started to come down. I was a bit like, okay, this is good. But then, you know, immediately on the news, they're talking and not what it, many news channels and even our prime minister was talking about it, that, you know, the growth rate slowed down. And it's just like, hang yeah. on a second. Yeah. Let's not, you know, it's slowed down a little bit now, but put a grain of salt with that because we put lockdowns in place. You know, we started on the 15th and not all states had really gotten into their lockdowns and stuff. And this thing takes about two weeks or so before you mm. really see the evidence just because there's still people that are infectious that didn't know about it and stuff. So we need to kind of just be cautious with that kind of stuff. But the more data that's coming out, you know, the apps that I've got and other people use like yourself and there's other websites that have this. Every time you wake up in the morning, you can see the new numbers. Australia is looking better, right? Um, but the, the problem with a lot of this stuff is that this is just the yeah. data that's being recorded. So if you're sick and you don't go to hospital because you're handling it, you know, you're, you're a tough guy yeah. or whatever, you're not going to exactly. be seen in the numbers, right? You might have COVID-19, but you're just, you know, you yeah. don't think it's that bad. So there's probably a lot of under-reporting that's going on. And, um, you know, there's news out of China that China hasn't been reported, a lot of the numbers that are there. So, you know, not surprising, but at the same time, um, you know, there's no one way of recording for every country. So the hardest thing with all of this is that everyone's doing their own thing but we're trying to pull the numbers together and yeah. compare them. So mm. that's the biggest grain of salt you got to add with all this kind of stuff. But then going back to the Channel 7 stuff, yeah, I wish it was like better news that I was giving. Yeah. And um, hey. if, that, if yeah. they'll have me back, I'll, I'll hey, happily man, jump back on. Now that you've been on there, there's, there'd probably be more like opportunities for you to go back on. Because they, they, they know you as an expert. You know, the, the, that's the... That's it. And, you know, one of the things was um, this is it's, it's almost like a blessing, right? Because with all the COVID stuff going on, um, I was supposed to do some uh, some conference um, mm. speaking, right? So there's a conference in July that looks like it's either going to be delayed or it's going to go online fully. There was another couple of conferences around the middle of the year. There's something at the end of the year. And now they're all up in the air. And so I thought, you know, this is great. Like I've got the conferences, I can get my name in the paper. Well, the conferences went away, but TV came in, even if it's just 10 seconds, at least I get to say that I've been able to do something like that, tick that off the list. Um, And hopefully, you know, the goal with all of this is that I just want to help people understand their own data. Currently, everyone's talking about data because coronavirus (laughs) is in the air. 
right? So I want to show people I can help out with that. But then like, how do we solve um, the, the challenges that uh, businesses, whether it's small business or big business have with data? And, you know, that's what I've been using the platform that I've had to start, you know, getting into and starting to kind of win some yeah. jobs and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a purpose to all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, the other big thing about all of this, and I guess this is where for your community it could be good, is if people want to learn about this kind of stuff, there are like 10 years ago, there wasn't so much yeah. online and it wasn't as easy to learn this kind of stuff. But right now it's super easy, right? The tools that I use are things that people can download That's for so free. And either I can help them out or they can go to Google or YouTube to Absolutely. learn how to do yeah. some of this kind of stuff. So, so I think that's really key. People want to be creative and, t you know, learn a new skill like you guys were talking about. This is something that mm, they yeah. can do right I now. I think um, bringing it to the, like, like uh, following that line, bringing it back to the, like the context of creatives as well. Like the way that you, yeah. the way that you were approaching how to promote your business, you wanted to create value first. And I think that's what a lot of people don't. Correct. Um, that's yeah. what a lot of people, a lot of creatives need to understand is that if you are putting out your music, what is the value there? And a lot of people are just like, here, listen to my music, listen to my music. Um, think of how you can add more value than just giving a song. Because the, the song isn't necessarily valuable. It's what, like, what more value can you bring? And um, I think that's a really, really important message uh, for people to know and for people to learn, regardless of what context you're in. Uh, from a professional context and also in a creative context. If, if you want to promote your art, how can you make your art valuable to everyone else? True that. True yeah. That's a pretty good point. Um, I'm, 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 I'm really excited. You know, like, um, this, all this stuff, um, I, I was the same. I'm similar. I wasn't necessarily into data. Um, when I, when I first got wind that, of, of the job that I'm in right now as a BA for Google Chromebook, I was like... <laughs> Subtle flex. <laughs> just a yeah. flex and just, just Google. <laughs> just a <But> like, <laughs> flex just, just a little bit but of like, Google. I, I, didn't, I didn't think that I was going to be in a role like this, but um, like in my interview, they were like, here, they threw some data at me and then I was supposed to analyze it and then present it back to them. And I had so much fun with it. I was like, it felt like I was a kid in a candy shop because of the idea for me was about discovery. I was like, what can I find out? What can I learn from these numbers? What can I learn from this spreadsheet? You know, and I think that's why talking to you is really, really exciting because I feel like it's, I feel like you would have a similar motivation or a similar um, like type of feeling when you, when you look at data. Definitely. Like, what, what was it? Sorry. You know, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to ask, no, like, go ahead. what was it that, do you have, do you have that mindset or do you have that motivation when you look at data or is it like, what, what is it about the data that you, that keeps you coming back? Uh, you know, whether or not there's something that I can do with it. So for, for example, if I came along and I already saw that people were, um, using it in a really good way and had built some apps and stuff like that, whether it's me going out to a business or seeing something um, online that's, uh, you know, an interesting data set. You know, an interesting one relating to music was um, I've got a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Karen, 
um, she used to run. She used to run Spotify. Oh, she nice. was the MD what? of Spotify hey, here man. in uh, in in Sydney. That's a subtle flex, right? And um, I was looking at potential <laughs> subtle flex. This is Dada off right here. So, like, here's my card. Here's my card. No, carrot, carrot's cool. But um, she was uh, she she was looking for um, you know, I was looking around at different roles and stuff before I got into mm-hmm. one that I'm in now. And um, she did describe to me that there was a potential kind of like a, an analytics slash data science type of position over oh, there. And cool. I just thought, well, you know, what better way to do things? Like, I'm not the type of guy that I'll just hand out a resume and here you go. Like, I have the resume, but here's my portfolio. And, you know, just like creatives, you have a portfolio. I have a portfolio as well of stuff that I've done. And, you know, I looked into the, because of Spotify, I looked into some of the um, data that oh, wow. was available. Um, there's various sites where you can find this kind of information online. And I built a dashboard where you can look up at a certain song or you can look up the rankings of songs and see how they changed over time. Like, yeah. you know, the highest mm. being it's like it's ranking really well versus yeah. low, it's out of the top 100, stuff like that. And just doing some stuff with that data. Um, you know, I, what I try to do is like when there's something that I'm after, I'm trying to achieve something. It's not just doing it for mm. the sake of doing it. It's doing it because um, I can see ways that it could be improved when it's just like an Excel table of information, right? So one of the things that I think is big for me is like, because I've come from a financial background, right? Like I worked in banking overseas. I worked for the Australian Securities Exchange here or the stock exchange, Mm -hmm. as people call it. Um, And I've come from that background. I've got a lot of contacts in that space. One of the examples that I've been trying to do stuff with just because it's so big here in Australia is superannuation. And there's a lot of superannuation data that's made available by the government bodies that take care of that, except it's all just sitting in tables, right? And when it's all in tables and you want to do stuff with it, it's really tough because you don't get to um, see the patterns as easily. Whereas what I do is I take the information out of those tables. I put it into nice graphs and charts that you can click on and interact with and you can see patterns of behavior a lot more easily that's the kind of stuff that you know with with you know boiling it down that's what i get off <laughs> hey. on right not in a sexual kind of way but you know professionally oh, yeah, i get no off on being so able to achieve <laughs> some nah, exactly you know, exactly it's like sorry just pause i love, I love you, this graph i love that nah, you're bringing it yeah. up though because um I, i'm seeing the trajectory of this because it's it's all too relatable now like both you and don have already mentioned this yeah but it always it seems like it always starts from learning. So at the start is you want to know it first, like you're mm-hmm. passionate about it. And um, from there, when you actually yeah. find ways to make this data work for you is when you start to really share it and post it out. That's the value that you give out to people. The, the way I see it as well, that's how I've been tackling. Exactly. Like I, I can't say I'm nowhere near where I want to be um, in my social media grind or whatnot, but I never used to give a crap Wait, we swear, don't give a shit about data before. <laughs> um, <laughs> before I just post a, yeah. a song on YouTube. And the boys know this, Raf and um, Don know this. There was a moment when I started vlogging, and you, you've seen my vlog too, Mark. That was just my testing ground because I would just geek yeah, out. Yeah. I was more excited about seeing like what time, where did the people watch it from, all this stuff that you don't see. Yeah. You only see face value, like 200 views. And sometimes the old me would have been like oh that video did really poorly but now i just geek out over like the stats in the background just to see oh what time do people look at more what particular keywords worked that got people to search 
and I'm still trying to figure it out, but I kind of get the whole getting off on the data thing because I think like someone like me that's not hey. as, you know, savvy with this stuff, um, YouTube and a lot of different like Spotify, they all have their own analytics side like um, page and it's all available for people and they make it as easy as they can for the everyday person. So people like myself, mm, um, yeah. us here, we can see our data and then it's always about thinking, oh, how can we make this work for me or work for, you know, to get my message out there or make it better. And yeah, I, I get caught up in that shit too, man. Like I go like, oh damn, this is, this is really cool. Um, <laughs> I, th I think that's good. And you're right. Like a lot of these platforms where you're sharing stuff, whether it's LinkedIn Instagram. or um, on I don't know, even Insta. Yeah, they, they got the yeah, statistics there for you. No, that's cool. You know, on that, I, I don't know if you guys want me to, to show it, but like the blog that I've got, I can show you some of the stuff that um, I've got there and like, you know, talking about analytics, the numbers behind, you know, that it's collected about who's reading and stuff like that. Do, do you do want it. me to show that kind Let's of stuff? Do it, man. Share it. Can you share your screen? All right. So I, I can share screens here. So I'm going to share screen. Like. Now it's and... got a bit more context behind it too. All right. Can you, can yeah, you guys okay. see that? Yeah. Oh, don't show Don. I want to see Don's face. I want a, a reaction go. video. So, Don reaction to numbers and see his face just go. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so first this. of all, uh, this graph's uh, going this, sideways. This is. <laughs> oh, this is. This uh, is blog, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, right? Um, so this is my. This is the work blog. So company I work for is Prosperity. I can show you that stuff later. But I've got these different menus at the top and it's got like just different articles and look subtle flex you know companies in the media so you can click nice. on that article yeah, but flex, right? um you know <laughs> all these different areas right i've got this one section i never thought you know at the start of this year i never had planned on doing something about we didn't even know about coronavirus like we heard about in december coming out of china mm. this new thing but because i was posting a lot of this kind of stuff on linkedin and, you know, people were having a hard time trying to find it. Like, I thought, what better way than to include it as part of the blog, right? And one of the things that I think is interesting is, like, I've included here, if this one works, is a link to all different interesting, you know, in this case, this is data yeah. sets that are, yeah, so other areas and stuff and other applications. Like, it's not just my stuff, but it's, like, what others have been yeah. doing online as well because, you know, um, I'm just doing this as, like, not a hobby, but it's just something on the side of my day job, right? So here's my one. And then there's another thing, like here's a couple of videos that are interesting. Hey. Here's some interesting research, for example, right? And just some, uh, it's not everything. It's just a, a highlight section of a couple of different um, interesting areas. Mm -hmm. And one of the cool things with, um, you know, the, the blog like this is that you can see on Medium, and I encourage people, if you've got something to say, if you've got a voice, you know, put your stuff up there. So, you know, you've got your statistics here, which, you know, this has only been up for a week, so it's not that great necessarily. I only launched it officially on mm -hmm. Friday, right? Um, but when you post stories, you can see who's actually viewed it and who's read it. So some have more than others. But, you know, I had this, uh, I put this with content up there already. I, I made it so that there was already information in there. And through the stories that are there, you know, some of these stories have links in there. So, for example, this is, COVID-19 data that's come from the oh, Department nice. of Health, right? New South Wales Department of Health 
um, have this data. And if I show you uh, the actual app itself, um, so, you know, I have the articles that show people what it is that is in the app, but then they can actually click on the yeah. links in the uh, articles to go to information. So, for example, one of the things that people were talking about how there was all this, you know, most of the stuff to blame is from overseas cases. And it's right, you know, 1,539 cases have come um, from the source being overseas. But if you look at that curve, it's been going down and that's because we've locked yeah. the borders. We've stopped the boats coming in. You know, this is probably a lot of this is like Ruby princess related, <laughs> yeah. right? But if we look at, yeah, but if we look at the ones where it's from local acquisition or in this case under investigation, this is the stuff we've got to yeah. worry about now because the pattern it's like rising and falling, rising and falling, you know, who knows what comes next, but it's the actions that we're mm -hmm. taking now. And, you know, this information sits in a table, Right. Or it might be in a chart in a PDF report, but you can't, you know, interact with that. But at least with this one, I can, you know, get the data. I can do different stuff with it. I can look at, you know, here's another important thing. Remember before how people go, and this is only uh, an old yeah. person's disease. Sure, like people 70 and over have the largest case of, of this, you know, kind of stuff happening. Like earlier in March, um, they were getting a lot of it. There's, those are most of the cases, but that's been dying down because they've been staying at home. But 70 and above, look look at all these age groups. These are five-year oh, kind man. of age groups, right? 70 above includes 70 to 75. It's 75 to 80, 80 to 84. There's a lot of age groups in this. So if we do something equivalent, like if we look at, 20, um, sorry if I yeah. hold down control. So all the young people, so the 20 to 40-year-olds, right? So 35 to 39, that's yeah. my age group, right? We're not doing so bad. We're, you know, we're, we're not getting as infected because maybe we're staying at home more. But it's definitely the younger ones and, you know, people in their 30 to 34-year-olds. We're the yeah. biggest group, you know. If you think about 70 plus, like let's say it's 70 to 90, that's only 360 wow. cases. But 20 to 40, which is what I've clicked on with these selections, nearly 1,000 cases. It's young people that are doing this yeah. kind of stuff, man. But you don't see this on if you just... Yeah, see what's on the news or if you don't play with the data and there's other apps that are out there that do this kind of stuff but you know these are just but, some examples yeah. so um i thought i'd just show no, i was going to say like that you i read your article about analyzing that and looking at it in a different way so that you could see that yeah that that age group is much um there there are much higher cases of people um yeah. And it might be because a lot of that age group have gone to Bondi and have been hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming. <laughs> That's oh, actually, you know, what? like one more thing. Just, just let me just go back to that. Let me yeah, just man. go back to that. Just one more thing because, you know, to do with the postcodes and stuff, like where, where do you uh, guys so live? So I'm out in... Like what, what's, what's, um, what's your postcode? Uh, 2043. I'm 2543. If I was okay, so let's go 2043. Let's let's go for all the two zero fours that are around the area. I assume that you know it's it's a lot of those kind of places. Like, so I've broken it down into um, you know they've, you know they've got here these oh, LGA man, names. So that's yeah. scary. So so it's been rising in the inner west, right? But you know, um, not not a huge amount of numbers, but just the the sheer fact that you can look stuff like that up. I'm from Regents Park, right? So. Places that I'd be looking at would be like 214, 2143's Regents Park. So it's not there. But if I look up um, Later. 2140. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry Nat. Oh, nice. 
uh, for whatever reasons, it's not coming up with these other ones. Oh, there we go. Okay, so, you know, Stratfield, Cumberland has quite yeah. a bit, that area there. So, you know, br- breaking it down, like you can see where things are around you, but um, other people have this, they're presenting it as maps. Other people that are doing it, they're, they're doing it a bit more interactively yeah. and stuff. But, um, you know, that was just something I just did in a, in a quick, you know, short amount of time and stuff, just like after work or whatever, just so that uh, I could nice, play man. around with it. Like if there was an interest in that, you can you can go build extra things on top of that. It doesn't have to be just charts and um, graphs and stuff. It could be what? maps cool. as well. Yeah. You know, that's what's, pretty the, um, what's the app that you use to, um, what application do you use to, to uh, visualize all of this? This one is called, this one's called nice. Power BI. Yeah. So it's from Microsoft. So Microsoft, you know, you have Excel. They've got another thing, which is like a bit of Excel yeah. on steroids. Um, and it's a dashboard or analytics tool. And there's other analytics tools out there. I learned about something called Click mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And they've evolved. And there's all these other providers out there. But Click and um, Power BI are two of the favorite ones that I use. There's also something yeah, called Tableau, Tableau. Um, that a lot of other people yeah, a lot of other people really like that. Um, and I've, I would have used it in the past, but they made it really hard for you to manipulate the data yeah. before it yeah. goes in. Now they're trying to do better with that. And, you know, it all comes down to pricing and cost, but Microsoft's probably the best of um, the lot of them just for if you yeah. want to get started. Um, but, you know, there's plenty of tools out there. Even if you're just using stuff in Excel and you're just doing graphs in Excel, yeah, that's good enough. You know, it just depends on what it is you're trying to achieve because you could be doing that kind of stuff in Excel and if it takes you two hours to three hours every week to get something done, whereas like I could come in and do something and it just is a click of a button, then, you know, you, you need to think about how to do things better. And that's part of the um, the creativity kind of stuff there because, you know, doing all this stuff, um, there are many ways to cut, uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, cut this up. There's many ways to create. Um, and you know what I do, this is not the only way to do it. There's plenty of other ways to do it out there. So it's a bit of a hey, creative yeah. field yeah. Maps, maps. You know, there's graphs, but maps, do you literally mean yeah. like maps, mm. like, like a map and then, and it has those yeah. Yeah. color gets darker. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a yeah, so the, the, the app that I, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, man. The, the app that I use that, that I've been looking at that was built by, um, I think a university in Melbourne, they've got a, a heat map. Of, yeah. um, heat map like that's the one cases nice yeah i like those because um, like i'm visual so when i see like yeah Ooh, absolutely red is the bad. Yeah. yeah dark red that's bad don't go there <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and you know on that point right this is this is the thing with visualizations visualizations can um potentially oh, be misleading yeah. because you know just based on colors right like if so, if you're showing something as dark red, but you're actually showing something yeah, that's yeah. a positive, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's, a, there's an association there, unless you're colorblind, right? But yeah, if you're colorblind, you're not going to see it. But like if, if it's red, yeah. you know, to, yeah, exactly. So you, you got to be careful with the yeah. context and stuff like that. But there's a lot of um, things that people can study to, to learn about, like why you should use a certain type of chart. Like a pie chart is bad for conveying certain yeah. things um so you know part yeah so th- there's things out there that you just learn in this uh in this industry but luckily a lot of that shit is yeah. free you know you can just google it to learn so nice man or if you don't know where to go you come ask me <laughs> yeah. shout out plug 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 <laughs> hey there you go. follow me yeah. on linkedin yourself, bro. talk I, your shit bro. Fit and <laughs> i was gonna That's ask dope, you man. like <laughs> 
I was going to ask you, like, all of all of this stuff, like, that you, you really enjoy um, data analysis. What is the most mundane or, like, um, random thing uh, that you've analyzed that you that, that people would have... Oh. Um, well, it wasn't mundane to analyze it, but, you know, I was in the U.S. Uh, when Kobe yeah. died. I was in Washington, D.C., and I was traveling the next day to yeah. L.A., um, and then, you know, the news oh, came man. out that he died and I just thought, well, look, I'm, I was in between jobs and stuff and like, I already had the job to come back to, but I was trying to build up my set of assets, you know, for my portfolio for work that we yeah. could show, uh, here's the things that we can do. And so it was like really random, but I just looked up whether there was any data out there on Kobe and there was this whole big data set on Kobe Bryant's shots, nice. you know, every position of every shot that he's taken. And just like a heat map, like I built something where you could pick the game, you could That's pick it. the season, um, and you could see, you know, he, he made more three-pointers in this game than in other games. You can see the Toronto Raptors one where he scored That's 81 sick. points, right? You can see all the different spots and stuff. And so it was, it was kind of interactive. I didn't yeah. animate it. Some people get really cool with that stuff where they animate it and you can have a time thing at the bottom and so throughout the game as the minutes are ticking over you can see where he was hitting his shots mm. where he was heating up you know you have a color for makes you have a color for misses and so you'd have this like really colorful visual kind of stuff and that was really random because i've not done stuff with sports <laughs> analytics before but you know going back to to mundane you know that was my little tribute to kobe and that was on i put nice. that up on linkedin um but going back to to mundane you know, a lot of people, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this, right? But so I, I'm not a data scientist, right? I know some of this, the the more advanced things and statistical things, but I didn't study that school. I've yeah. learned it more on the job. Um, but they, they said uh, they being like society, right? Have said that like data science was supposed to be the sexiest job of the 21st century and hey. stuff, right? Because earns a lot maybe i don't know gets the ladies <laughs> who knows no, no. Um, but uh, it's supposed you don't to be have to lie on the podcast man. It's you know, so good, you know. It's, it's supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to be this really cool job right um but one of the things they don't teach at university and or maybe they do more now but um what a lot of people overlook was just there's a lot of boring mm. stuff to this job, right? There's a lot of boring stuff to doing data analysis. And one of the boring things is like when you get a data set, you're trying to, you don't want to do something where every time you want to analyze it, there's new information out every day. You have to manually yeah. do a lot of things, right? Automated. You want to like um, put in procedures and yeah, you want to automate it, right? You want to use tools or if you know how to write code, you want to use the, your knowledge of code to automate some of these yeah. steps that are happening so that you don't have to do that. But to get through that process, even before building the pretty visuals, that's probably the biggest chunk yeah. of your time. Like making stuff look pretty and presenting it, that's yeah. like 10%, right? Or it could be maybe 20, but all the other stuff, automating it, making it nice and neat and auto, uh, you know, um, changing the data and manipulating it so that it can get into the the right format for you to make a pretty visual yeah. that's the biggest part and you know that's very unseen unheard unsung um and it's it's really mundane but it's necessary right it's all that preparation i'm, I'm sure the same thing you could talk about this like with Absolutely. music and stuff right there's the, the cool parts to create, sometimes. but then there's the dull stuff. Yeah. Sometimes the it mixing. can be tedious when it's this yeah. manual. Like you like, have to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> when it was, um, when it was, um, 
you didn't have Logic Pro and you didn't have all these other, you'd have um, Cool Edit and it was the most yeah. like you at the start you geek out on it because when I first started mixing I loved it I was like oh this is so fun manually putting all these echoes and compression and stuff but after mm. like the I don't know 20th 30th song you're just doing the same edits it's sounding really <laughs> rough unless you really like yeah. John's really good at mixing but if it, if it just becomes a thing for you like my song started just to sound shit but I didn't yeah. give a shit. I just wanted to get it over with now like you got like like with automation yeah. like you've got programs like Logic um, I could put the the effects preloaded before the recording. So once I record it, it's actually applying the compression. Nice. Well, it's applying the the reverb, all the stuff that I usually have on my mix. So when it comes down to me mixing, yeah. it might be a little tweak here and there because it's yeah. you know it's it's done for you. But yeah, that really brings me you, back. Look at you, Nats. Yeah, bro. Sound engineer, Nats. Look at uh, you, bro. Back in uh, the that day, means man. he's got hey. some he's got yeah. some heat coming on the way. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me make a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. chart like, for that logic man. I'm bring that fire. Bring out that map, y'all. Show you where the heat is. <laughs> Yay! Hey. Um, you, you know, red. like ages ago, ages ago, when I was in university, I used to um, get recordings of MP3s and kind of slice them together and try to make it like fade in and fade out with stuff that had a similar yeah. kind of beat. You know, I was listening to a lot of hip hop, like Fabulous, Jada Kiss, yeah. 112, or, you know, R&B, hip hop and stuff. And I was mixing it. So, and I, I, I'm sure I could find them somewhere, you know, of, I don't know where they are, but like I had some cool kind of mixes where it just sounded like it really <laughs> blended well. Nice. And, you know, I, that was mundane, <laughs> man. That was man. tough trying to... What's your SoundCloud on? Copyright. <laughs> data guru soundcloud.com DJ data, data guru, guru. <laughs> his albums so Charles Seven Seven hey, did, did I, so you know the, you, you know with all this COVID stuff um, I actually became uh, almost became my own what? statistic did I oh, tell you guys about yeah because I got I got, test, I got tested for corona a couple of uh, yeah. a week ago um what happened was for three weeks I was having mad issues with asthma worse than I've ever had like to the point where and it's it feels much better now because I've been on a better course of medication but um uh I was always like taking my Ventolin and and the puffer and it just wasn't working um this season and I was just having these really bad issues and it's not like you know some people uh they maybe get a little bit of wheezing or something like that or they they might only breathe a little bit badly a couple of times a day. This is like 24-7. I was sleeping about two to Damn. four hours a night crazy. for a whole week. And it was just like really messing with me. And I thought at first, oh, I don't need to go to the hospital. Just <laughs> I'll get over this. Um, but then to the point where it's like I just needed to do something. And then um, they're all doing telehealth now. So you don't go into the doctor's practice yeah. anymore. You, you do it over the phone or via video. But when we did that, then they said, no, we need you to come in because this sounds bad. So we, we had, they had to listen and stuff and then they couldn't see anything, any wheezing. They couldn't hear it through the stethoscope, but they thought there could be something there because there's no reason why I should be having stuff as badly as this. And I developed a bit of a cough, but was only out overnight. So story short, um, you know, getting to the hospital and seeing all these signs for like, if, you, if you're going to get tested, like you have to stand here, you can't even go into the building. And then um, they wouldn't test me at this part part here. They got me to go into the emergency department at Royal North Shore. I went in there, you're waiting a while and stuff. They check you. And then 
finally, you know, they agreed that, okay, based on everything that's there, like this guy has enough of a breathing issue, even though I hadn't seen anyone that is um, coming from overseas or not that I know of anyway, right? Yeah. It could have been in contact with someone that I've met with that knows someone. So I didn't have that direct, but who knows? But just because of all the issues compounding, it finally did the test. And it's really, it's not something, it's not nice. It only takes a few seconds, but them sticking a rod mm. right up your nose, it feels like they're touching your brain. And the mm. same thing with your throat as well. Um, so I was I was lucky. Like I came back with the chest x-rays, the blood tests and all this other stuff that it was just really, really bad asthma, but they were being really cautious. So, and, you know, I was lucky there was no corona mm. stuff. But, you know, how ironic would that be if, um, you know, I'm yeah, doing all this absolutely. analysis and stuff and somehow I just got corona. <laughs> Right. So the thing is, it's it's scary. Right. And people don't take this kind of stuff seriously. I thought that, you know, just going to the docs, they would just recommend something and say that that's it. But, you know, from them seeing it serious enough with the asthma that it's enough to go to hospital. And it was enough for the people at the ED to see that it's something that, you know, we should check for Corona. That just shows you that, you know, everyone's a bit on edge and shout out to the doctors and stuff that you know, they, they had to get ready. They, every time Test they uh, were testing the next person, not just me, change. they have to change everything, yeah. right? They have to put on new gloves, new masks, new everything and it's stuff. Insane. And it's just, um, it's, it's insane, man. It's, you know, this is stuff that they, they have to go through. I just saw it. Like I was in, I was out in a couple of hours. They're there okay. for 12 hours or however longer. So you know, um, people yeah. need to be really careful about this stuff that aren't taking it seriously. So, you know, you just got to um, remember that there's there's a you not going out for a little while for a couple of days is is nothing compared to people yeah. that are on the front line that are just seeing this stuff every day and that are in danger Absolutely. of dying. They really Absolutely. are, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, morbid, <laughs> morbid note to end on for me. <laughs> all right and that has positive, been another episode <laughs> <laughs> see you guys no, yeah, yeah, I, think it's, I think you're absolutely right man like it, it needs to be said that that kind of stuff needs to be said but yeah. um the, the cool thing is that there are people out there who are working to help us um there are people like yourselves who are trying to inform people trying to give value to to help like like i i I look to those dashboards and those like charts and stuff to give me a sense of what's going on. Like, cause there's so much, like we were saying in the, in the beginning of the episode, like there's so much information out there. Yeah. If at least we have a place to look at yeah. it or look at the information that is trustworthy, that is, you know, I can look at it and say, okay, I can see it looking down or whatever, whichever way I choose to analyze it. That's that's where I'm looking at. I'm not having people tell me, "Hey, you can like self-diagnose, or if you go in the sun, it will kill the virus." Like, you know, I, I think um, awareness. Eh? The good thing out of this Absolutely. is that there are people who are actually trying to help and they're actually trying to like um, combat this thing. Yeah, I, th- I think it all comes yeah, down to um, awareness, and I think it's it's a good thing that you mentioned as well. I, I think to um, maybe flip it on a bit of a positive um, while you got yeah. these people here. I don't know if they do anything in Sydney, yeah. but it, I got a bit of a funny story um, here in the UK. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I went out to, during lockdown, this was like a week ago or two weeks ago, I, I was um, just doing my routine, take yeah. the trash out, you know, put it out the bin, but this would be my only time going out of the building. As I walked out, <laughs> it was around, it was at eight o'clock at night, I opened the door and then I suddenly I start hearing everyone in the apartment clapping 
like there's a the bins are here in the middle of the car park and there's oh, buildings yeah. around me and everyone's clapping while i'm chucking out the bins and i'm just like is this all for me and then i'm <laughs> I put the bins in, and then i go in I, and then i just keep looking out the window so i go back in the apartment and everyone outside is still clapping and i'm just like what's going on so when yeah. i go back into the apartment um I realized when I saw the news, it was actually a clap for the NHS, which is the National Health Service. So uh, yeah. it, it's, it's nice <laughs> that people, um, that sort of positivity is getting spread. People are acknowledging like, these are the people risking their lives. They're, while we're Absolutely. in quarantine, we might think it's like, some people might think it sucks. Some people might think it's great and you know it's fun or whatnot. Have your opinion on it. Whatever, whatever it is, but there's, there's real. Um, some people might take it for granted that some people they have to work, and some people will lose mm. their jobs over this. And um, not just medical staff, people that yeah. work in supermarkets and whatnot, they're on the front line, yeah. and they keep the economy going. Without them, yeah. where, where can we get our food? The delivery drivers yeah. that give us food, they're out there, and they, 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 they have no choice. This might be their only income, so they, they have to work as well. Um, and it's crazy. Like my brother yeah. right now, he's in he's in Sydney too. Um, he's a tradie, and he's still working. He's out there, and what his job is now, he's he's installing those um, shields in Aldi's to to protect the uh, the food service people. So oh. he's out in rural rural New South yeah, Wales, yeah, and yeah. you know a lot of that stuff is underappreciated, wow. underwhelmed. Like um, a lot of people I know in my profession, we all work remote, and but sometimes <laughs> we forget like how how fortunate we are that our jobs can be moved to to be yeah. work from home we can be safe from that and there's people out yeah, there like you know you got to commend them like not just the me medical people but um yeah everyone out there that might may not have a choice and frontline can be a lot of things you yeah. know postman the delivery guys so yeah absolutely props to I think, everyone I think once like, again yeah and just um just to add to that as well like props like went to the supermarket to buy a few like groceries and uh, just having a, a simple conversation with the, the cashier. And I said like, you it's know, nice. thank you. Thank you for, for, for keeping like staying open. Like just the person who runs the server, like, thank is. you for, for doing this because they are at a huge risk. I think they're putting themselves at a huge, huge, huge risk of being infected be with, with COVID-19. So I think people, yeah, people need to Absolutely. just be appreciative of that. Um, yeah. So thank yeah, thank thank the people at Woolies. Thank the people. There's, you know, there's got to be more of that because the yeah. media always just shows all the negative stuff. You have people that are harassing service workers. I'm like, bro, yeah. they're here eight hours a day. Yeah. They, they're having like a massive workflow yeah. than, more than they're used to. Probably getting paid yeah. the same amount or whatnot, and they're at risk. Yeah. So it's got you got to spread the positivity. There's too much negativity already around this shit. Hundred percent. Um, Got to get people to bed. I love together. that you had to take out the trash. You, know, you had to take out the trash to get the, um, the positivity so out of everything. So thank you, Nats, for taking out the trash, <laughs> yeah. for getting this. Yeah. Um, because and if you didn't take out the trash, you wouldn't have this nice little positive message, you know? Yeah. Dude, that was the most narcissistic thing, though. When I came back, I came back home, and then Nadine was, like, cooking. And I was like, hey, babe, I took out the trash. Everybody clapped for me. The That's a great city. story, man. That's such all a good of, story. All of London clapped for me. And then as soon as I realized it was for the NHS, I was like, okay, nah, they deserve yeah. it more. That's cool. 
You know what's good with all this as well? You know what's good with all this is that um, other than getting claps and stuff and <laughs> Nate taking out the trash, yeah. um, is, you know, how people are embracing technology oh, yeah. more than Badly. they have before. Yeah, look at Don with like his TikTok Zoom, account. you know, has oh, it. He in- loves it, man. This guy's <laughs> yeah. going TikTok <laughs> viral, man. TikTok king, TikTok bro. TikTok viral, this guy. All it <laughs> took was a pandemic. You know, he's back, People yo. are working. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all it took. Everyone's working yeah. differently. You see a lot of these people like sharing more of themselves yep. with their workplace, right? Like we have Friday drinks. The last two weeks, we were a bit slow to go completely work from home because um, not everyone kind of could. But now we've enabled that through our IT guys to help us, you know, get yeah. everyone working from home. But we have Friday drinks with yeah, 30 people awesome. on Zoom. You know, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. having drinks and catching up and stuff there. And you see people's homes, you see people yeah. with their pets, yeah. you see, That's true, you actually. learn more about people than you ever would have if it wasn't for this pandemic. So in a way, it was like before we took technology for granted because we'd all be looking down at our phones and we don't, you know, we had all this freedom and stuff before, but now that we had freedom taken away, we've had to put our humanity into technology because there's, otherwise there's yeah, no way to true. connect, right? That's why people are exercising hey. online or desks yeah. sizing, right? Where you, you know, they're showing you how to ergonomically um, kind of work better from home. And none of this would have happened where people are coming together and all these positive things that you're seeing in the news that needs to be more of, but none of this would have happened had we not had this dark t- time, yeah. you know, in front of us. So there's a way for us to get out of it. We just need more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, out. You're right. Shout outs to the positivity oh, of this pandemic. Look at that. Everyone, let's, yeah. do, let's, 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 let's bring out more positive messages rather than the negative. Definitely. The negative is like, it's, it's, it's obvious, but let's, let's get that positive message out there. And um, I'm glad that everyone's cleaning their rooms because, you know, they have to be on the webcam. So good on them. <laughs> so shout outs to you guys cleaning your rooms and sanitizing your house. So <laughs> good on you guys. That's it. 100%. Booyah. Very good. Nice, man. All right, so thank you once Chico's. again to Mark for dropping in, being yeah, our man. first data head, data guru Thanks, of the of <laughs> whole um, podcast. So it's good to see another like uh, data head rather than Don because, you know, <laughs> pretty sick of that dude now. <laughs> He's on TikTok. When you check out his TikTok account, all you see is his head moving. Dude, <laughs> it's so like, crazy, like right. all platforms so, everywhere. On the whole, on the whole thing about TikTok, so like done. TikTok, I just like, promote, I downloaded TikTok because <laughs> promote it. Hold on. Yeah, like I add Don doing stuff on TikTok, hey. but like so much done. On the so whole idea done. about analyzing the data, like um, a, a lot of people when it comes to social media posts, right? They or just social media posts in general, whatever you put out, it'll, it'll get a particular type of like metric. So you you might be number of likes, it might be um, number of views, it might be uh, the, the amount of engagement. And what you can do in the way that you, that I'm trying to figure it out on TikTok is do a whole bunch of things, uh, different types of posts, and see which ones get the most traction or see which ones that get the most views and analyze mm-hmm. it in that way. So like, um, yeah. I think there was a producer who, um, I, w- I don't know if it was, you Nats who was saying it, but there's a producer who would make a whole bunch of um, different types of beats, and then he like just put it out on the on on the internet and saw which ones got more attention from attention from people, which ones got the most plays, which one got the most downloads. Then from understanding that information, you're like, okay, well, this this style of hip hop 
or this drum, this drum sound, whichever way he chose to analyze it, this is how, this is what works better in the market. So um, yeah. he started producing more of the, the stuff that works better. Hey, don't um, don't lie don't lie do you have an excel spreadsheet that's um labeled tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> no, yeah. like how to how to utilize tiktok and <laughs> and become tiktok famous it's a good idea it is, it is a good idea i'm i'm actually like i haven't put it into a repository have you looked it up you're looking put it on the screen i'm <laughs> <laughs> so, putting so, it up on the screen there you go see <laughs> There he is. Don't do his stuff. He, he does a lot of stuff. He does a lot oh, of man. stuff. He does There's a lot of stuff shirtless as well. So check out there, his man. TikTok page. A lot of done. Um, but like, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't started Boys. putting it in, into a repository yet. But um, kind of just you will. analyzing it as a, as a yeah. <laughs> you will. Eventually. <laughs> it is a good idea. Make it into a blog. <laughs> it's it'll be cool. Like turn this into like a journey of how to become TikTok famous. Because if you do, then you have all this data of what you did day by day. I think it'd be useful. And I, the, I got hey. the blueprint, right? Hey, TikTok fam yeah, is done, it. bro. I, maybe, I, I can't wait till you take over the world, man. Talking about TikTok yeah, man. TikTokers. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, you know, that we, we're going to need some more different stories like this. Like um, the, the media will probably get tired. Like, who knows? Like they might get tired of like just having only COVID stuff on there whether it's good news or bad news just because it's you know news cycles are so short right like and i don't want to say that this is necessarily like the flavor of the month kind of thing but um i think we need to start seeing a lot more of these positive kind of things about how people are working about how people are you know going about their daily lives in this kind of new world where we've had to adjust they did it back in 1918 you know 1918 and 1920 people got over the flu type thing you know the spanish flu that was going on there and their medicine wasn't even as good as it is now right and so if they can do that we've got so much more entertainment you know what is it netflix yeah, disney not, amazon Prime, Don's tiktok Stan. page oh my god don's tiktok it's not even tiktok it's like don's tiktok page don't worry about the rest of tiktok just don't just go to don's post every day do those uh you should do those posts where it's like you know you're pretending pretending to be a filipino oh he does those well, where, that's, uh, that's already on top of that that's already <laughs> yeah it's already there yeah okay i told you he does yeah. stuff those are great he does those, those are great so. yeah check out his tiktok page give me some views <laughs> check out his tiktok page you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised oh, if, if you man. if you love that shit check out don's tiktok page it's all there yeah, shout, shout, shout out, out. Uh, shout out to don's tiktok page Nice man. See that that wasn't staged. It just that was nice. nice. That just happened. Thanks, Mark. Cool. Thanks for the plug. All right. Um, so, um, all right. So, Don, no when, where can I find your TikTok page? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you, you, if you want to find me on TikTok, it's um, at Don Doing Stuff. Just search hey. at Don Doing Stuff on TikTok or on Instagram, or um, I've put together a website DonDoingStuff.online. If you want to check that out, it's just got like a bunch of links to. Um, the, the, all of the stuff that I do, um, and yeah, yeah, check me out. You know, like we have to bring back that conversation of your flirty face because, like, it's all over TikTok, bro. It's it's obvious. We got to bring back the conversation, bro. <laughs> 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 nice. Well, like, um, so well, let's get back to um, so where can they find you, Mark? Like, like in terms of your yeah. work, your blog, um, 
probably the URL yeah. to your YouTube to show, showcase your Channel 7 music. <laughs> and your, your SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud. Well, you, you can find me on LinkedIn. So Mark Monfort, M-O-N-F-O-R-T on LinkedIn. Um, the, the Medium blog, uh, don't know if you want me to call it out or if it might be easy to I'll just put on the link below. link below yeah, guys put up the yeah yeah do you yeah, have a show yeah. notes kind of thing yeah just link yeah. below yeah do that that's that's right his here. expertise the youtube yeah, page easy. And stuff. i do a lot of these youtube. i'm like i know where everything easy, is like, we got youtube there. nats like and here. tiktok don over here oh dear <laughs> TikTok done. Sick. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok done sounds like a good Thai, um, Thai recipe. It does. <laughs> a Thai recipe. It's like, wait, he's not, a ta- <laughs> a he's, he's not Italian. What? Kup kum kum. TikTok done. Oh, I, I want to um, like patty you with um, TikTok done. <laughs> TikTok done. <laughs> oh, we've lost um, right. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's reaching towards the end. <laughs> you can tell. Oh, where I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, All right, so stretch. while Raph's dying, I'm going to plug myself. <laughs> you can find You can find me on Instagram, Nats Blazin. YouTube, Nats Blazin. I'm not going to share my LinkedIn yet, but I'm very inspired. Like I said, seeing how LinkedIn has worked <laughs> in your favor, Mark, and like I said, the ones that I've been seeing... It's a very underestimated platform, to be honest. Platform, like a lot yeah. of people um, don't realize mm. how how much you can utilize it, and I think there's always that um, that fear of using Massively. it because it's such a professional medium. But seeing how people have taken, like, yeah. harnessed it, and it's not your typical corporate business post that you know usually it's spammed. It's just you know it's you know it's people with real stories and just being honest and sharing real things. Yeah. Um, you know, people are more intertwined with their careers these days. They're not so much trying mm. to separate both. They're, they're, they're fusing them with their real life, you know, stories. And exactly. that's where I want to exactly. be. So yeah. eventually I do want to fix up my LinkedIn. Right now it just has me as an insurance broker back in the day and yeah. sharing some random, lame, generic posts. But soon I want to get it to that point that I'll be at a point where I want to promote my LinkedIn as much as I promote my Instagram and you got to promote your, your podcast on um, LinkedIn, the Cheat Coders. Yeah, the, the Chicos and the Chicos come yeah, to man. the Cheat You should do that because there's it's so dope, many, man. there's so many creatives. There's so many creatives on yeah, LinkedIn, right? Creative designers, yeah. creative directors, people that are in the music space or in arts, um, and every it's like this network. is a profession, right? Like I, I used to see there was uh, someone that um, she used to dance on her LinkedIn. She used to post videos of her dancing, you know. And the reason why um, that was good is because it's so honest. And she's a, she's sick, a DJ yeah. or she was a DJ, right? So that was like her thing. But you see some people complain and it's like, well, this is for it is. professionals. Ah. Like it, should, it shouldn't be here. But it's like, and this you know is what? her yeah. profession, man. To add to your point. Like, chill, relax. Sorry. If you don't, here's the thing. Like, and go, sorry, go. just before I go, go on that. Um, pe- people, pe- you know, people complain about Facebook, LinkedIn, or you're bombarding my feet. Scroll, yeah. right? Scroll, if you don't yeah, like shit. it, scroll. It's not yeah. freaking hard. Yeah, so, no, sorry, no. sorry, Nat. That's my bugbear. That's <laughs> no, my re- that, that's absolutely <laughs> Tell true. Tell them. And the thing is, um, with, with LinkedIn, I think... Um, <laughs> drop that mic. <laughs> just drop that mic. Um, people need to, to, to realize, for creatives, um, 
I think it used to be to an extent kind of frowned upon. Like I would never put anything because like there's a con- misconception that people believe like being a DJ or being a rapper is like almost like silly. It's like no, get a real job because that's what you'd put on LinkedIn, like a real job. But times mm. are changing, and people that have utilized that earlier on, like they they maybe were a DJ on LinkedIn. Yeah back in 2000 and whatever, 2010, when it was silly, but they're the ones that now are getting corporate gigs or, you know, you're, get, you're getting the two, for yeah. any working business, there's two types of people, I, th- I believe, that can work really well together. Your, your neurotypicals, mm-hmm. the ones that are like, you know, structured, data, wh- whatever, like the business savvy, whatever, and then creatives. They're the ones that really push, think outside the box. How are these two worlds gonna meet if they're on separate platforms? Um, yeah. and scared to be honest yeah, about blur who the they lines. are. So you have blur the lines. So you have people like in like less um, create like you wouldn't deem it creative, but they're making it creative. And that's where I wanted to sort of yeah. stir this as well. You got people like real estate agents making buying property sound cool, not just like the stigma of you know being a real estate agent being you know they have that kind of stigma. Shout out like to real estate agents. Makes it cool. Like it's a it's a flashy. Yeah. Like it's a you know. <laughs> It makes it interesting to watch, and yeah, I think um, that was that that point went too 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 big yeah. for what I was trying to say. But anyway, anyway, Raf, <laughs> we got there. <laughs> I, went, I went, I went too, I went too, I went too far. We got there. Into the whole yes. <laughs> My point there, we got too bit too. Yeah, I came back. You came yeah. back. All right, before we get to the cheat coder stash, you can find me at rafflores.com. Anything to do with your video needs, video services, whether it be corporate, wedding, podcast, music video, creative, all types of videos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get my LinkedIn more popping now because I'm getting more inspired. I'm going to throw in all my videos there and Dude, you know, see what happens. So do it for if sure. anyone needs yeah. anything to do with videos, I know it's a hard climate that we're in now, but we could find a way. You know, we'll find a way to figure something out. And yeah. then, um, yeah, whether it be editing, you can, like, shoot your own stuff and send it to me and I'll edit it up. Um, so, Whoa. yeah, rafflores.com. Or you can, um, you know, inquire through info at rafflores.com. Or find me on Instagram or on my socials, Rafflores Media. All right. Cool. So this is the part of the show we call the Cheat Coder Stash, where each of us are going to nominate a song, whether it be local, global, or something that we never heard of, or even a data song. I don't even know there's a such thing. But this is the Cheat Coder Stash, and you can find it. No, well, you can't find it anywhere, but here on the podcast. So we start off with Don usually. So we're not going to stuff the system. So TikTok Don. <laughs> TikTok Don. What song TikTok do you want to nominate on the Cheat Coder's Stash? Oh, that's a, lov- that's a lovely song. I think Don's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was getting. I, I thought he was getting pissed off. Off. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, TikTok done. Uh, TikTok done. Nah, he's paused. Nah. Edit point. Yo. Edit point. TikTok, TikTok done. Where are you? Oh, TikTok done. TikTok done. Oh, TikTok done. Like a, a great, a great Thai greeting. <laughs> Oh, oh, he's, he's dropped. dropped. He's Come dropped. Back, Don. You, you, you pissed him off, TikTok. bro. You hurt his feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like that TikTok Damn. Don, man. Where's, where's the Facebook? Let me message him. Let, let's try to get him back in. Let's try our best to get him back in. Oh, back hang in? on. He's he's jumping oh, back. I can see him back on Zencaster. He just, he, he just had to do a TikTok so video just quickly. He saw a new trend and he, he just had to. 
You yeah. had to nail it out. <laughs> like TikTok gone. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> TikTok gone. Sh- shout out to uh, hey. shout out the vitamin C, which is uh, really nice. good for your immune system. Shout out. We're shouting things out. Shout out to spring water. Um, shout out to kept my Kept me on my toes shout on the podcast. Shout out to my mug. It's clear. Hey. Clear mugs. Nice. Nice. <laughs> good conversation, guys. Hey. 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 Dun, 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 dun. What the heck happened? <laughs> That was the TikTok video. Yeah, I, I I shot a quick TikTok video while I was TikTok done. Yeah, TikTok I saw done. a new trend happening. You had to get on top of yeah. it before anyone else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, hang on, I just want to make sure that it's Mark's recording. It's recording on my end, um, but I can't see. On Zencaster, I'm still recording. Nice, nice. It says on okay. Zencaster. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do at the end uh, of this. I think Don so, Ross handle it. You know, when, when I'll stop the recording. Let me let me stop the recording okay. first because I can't hear it at the moment. I'll just stop it just so that I. Unfortunately, this episode was rife with technical difficulties, and I couldn't get the rest of my audio or the rest of Mark's audio. Um, this is what happens when you start to use new technology. Just want to thank the data guru, Mark Montford, once again for coming onto the show. We'll put all of his links in the show notes. Uh, so look out for him. Uh, we want to continue sending out positive messages during this COVID-19 period. That's that TikTok Don, though. Um, but, <laughs> but please enjoy the rest of this episode. You'll hear Raph and Nats giving me shit about t- being on TikTok. TikTok. It's gonna run for a it's couple of weeks. This TikTok done thing, man. It's gonna go until the next episode. Can you introduce yeah, him as that in the next episode? Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. And no, no explanation. <laughs> Just TikTok done. <laughs> I want him to have it's a tuk tuk so man. I can call him. Um, this is TikTok done's tuk tuk. TikTok done and the tuk tuk done. Tuk tuk done. Tuk tuk done and the tuk tuk done. Tuk tuk done <laughs> with some tic tacs <laughs> he's got tic tacs oh as well um this is gonna go for TikTok. a long time mark we like tic tac like on the tuk tuk with some tic tacs <laughs> it's i said a tick uh, a tick a tick a tick a tick a tick a tick you're an idiot let's keep this keep this all right let's go For context, um, Don's busy uploading something, so we have to wait for him. So we're just gonna find a lot of TikTok puns and go nuts. Thanks once again to the data guru, Mark Monfort. Thanks, Mark. Did I say your last name right? Yes, I did. I think. Hey, so shoutouts to you and shoutouts to your blog, shoutouts to your appearance on Seven News, and shoutouts for seven. giving your wisdom on this podcast in regards to this coronavirus, this con COVID nineteen business. Hopefully, everyone out there is thinking more positive. Let's do a thing where we just do more positive news, positive messages rather than the negative, because the negative is just too obvious. So shoutouts to you guys, shoutouts to Don for doing his TikTok thing. Shoutouts to Nats for creating some music, which I know is coming up. And shoutouts to me if we've, you know, we're oh, good. Oh, oh. No, we should have a... We'll see. 
we should do like a drop like we should do an interview of one of you two like you know just to shake things up interview don and his tiktok um journey and and, and that's and his um music coming up hey why is it this music well, like, i never said anything about me it's like i guess i gotta make <laughs> got some songs now <laughs> <laughs> i guess i got it now it's out in the universe all right all right man i gotta have some i haven't had dinner yet so i'm gonna have dinner now so <laughs> i'm gonna cool. enjoy Go some home cooked stuff Hey, shout out to dinner. Thanks, All right, cool. You have now listened to another episode of The Cheat Coder. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. TikTok hooray. That's cool, man. Oh.